lips, the teeth, the tip of the tongue, the lips, the teeth, the tip of the tongue, the lips, the teeth, the tip of the tongue. <laughs> Welcome to Cast Aside, guys. This is your host, Jamil Shivji. You may know her from NBC's World of Dance in the group Girl Cool. Here is Jordan Wynn. Yo, what's up? <laughs> I've been wanting to talk to you for a while because NBC World of Dance, I was researching it and it's so freaking cool. It's it is like, really cool, yeah. It's totally just like, because I watched an episode and I didn't, I don't know, when, when you see NBC World of Dance and it's an American show and like you read up about it, you don't really realize that it's literally around the world. A it, lot yeah, of, yeah, right? it really is. They like, they get teams and like individual people from like literally everywhere. Yeah, like there was this like Russian guy <coughs> who was like amazing. I don't know what kind of dance. I think it was contemporary. And I was shocked. <laughs> and that was the first episode I watched. Um, but it's so diverse. And that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. So like when you that. were on it, you were, so for those of you who don't know, Jordan was part of this group called Girl Cool. What's cool. your story, Jordan? Um, so basically, World of Dance had contacted my friend, the choreographer, and they're like, yo, can you put together a group of girls and have them audition for our show? And he was like, yo, of course. <laughs> like, when a big network comes up to you and asks you to do that, you say, yes, sir. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So he ended up getting me and then seven other girls, eight other girls together. Then we just, we put together this group with the help of another assistant. Mm -hmm. And then the name Girl Cool came around because we wanted something that represented having a feminine, like, style and right. being empowered by that. Right. Like, the, just the general no, that's of, so like, great. feeling like that and, like, living like that. Right. And, like, all of your dances were so empowering and so strong. Yeah. And, and we, took, we took a lot from, like, um, the 60s era. Yeah, I noticed that. That's with like when the like hairstyles and, like and everything, like, like the women's rights like really, movement. Yeah, yeah right. exactly. They're like taking over like their style and they're like, I don't know, they're just taking over their lives yeah. and like taking control back from like men. So it's just like it was really cool to represent like that era and like just I mean girls in general. And it was like an all girls group. All of you were on the same page essentially. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you've been you're a professional dancer yeah. and professional actress. For those of you who don't know. Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> we met in acting class. <laughs> but um, how did those two worlds collide? In your dancing, you want to represent this, like, empowered woman. Do you do that in acting, too? With the roles I auditioned for, I mean, I'm not really one to choose which roles. So I typically end up getting, like, the very stereotypical, like, Asian-American nurse. Right. Whereas right. in the dance world, I get my own voice. Whereas, like, I can, like, represent whatever message I want to represent. Right. So... You would say in the dance world, it's way more individual and like less stereotypical. Yeah, versus yeah. I, acting. I definitely have a lot more freedom to just be myself rather than be like the mold that the industry casting is. people want me to. Of course, of course. But when an Asian American kid sees you on TV as only the nerdy girl and that's the only representation they have, they they're like, oh, like that's how I'll be when I grow up. Exactly. Like yeah. the biggest. The best example for that is when, like, Crazy Rich Asians came out. Right. That's hands down my favorite movie ever because right. it's a full cast of people who look like me. Yeah. And that's, like, that's so empowering because I, I feel like, oh, I can I can get onto the big screen at some point and not portray someone who's small and nerdy <laughs> and weak, you know? <laughs> exactly. And I can be this big, powerful character yet still be my ethnicity and be myself. I know, because I was going to ask you about Crazy Rich Asians and mm -hmm. how it kind of, like, affected your career because... Or like your your look so on entertainment on the entertainment industry, right? It was so inspiring. Mm -hmm. I sort of had the same experience when um, Slumdog Millionaire came out. I don't know if you saw it. It was like I don't know, two thousand eight, two thousand eleven. 
I'm really not sure about the year, but it was based in India and like a majority of it was a brown cast. And I was like, oh, I've never actually seen so many people who look like me that are on yeah. TV and that are on the big screen and that have won Oscars and stuff. And that's it's such an eye opener. Yeah. Well, for me, I was so young that I hadn't realized that TV and movies had pigeonholed who I was personally mm-hmm. and sort of influenced that and influenced what I could do, what I couldn't do, what I'm expected to do. Exactly. Like, I grew up in, like, as, like, a kid in, like, elementary school and middle school, I always thought, like, oh, I'm the nerdy girl. And I exactly. never accepted anything more than that. Exactly. And I it, never it, thought, like, I could grow to be, like, a creative. I always just thought, oh, I was going to stick to the books and I was going to go to college and be successful in whatever medical field I choose. And that's just because of the influence that media has. Dude, yes. Now molds are sort of breaking, right? And mm-hmm. it's like, yeah. it's cool to be the nerdy person. And it's cool to be yourself. That's exactly, exactly what Girl Cool represented. Yeah. Being yourself, being your, your feminine self, embracing that and making it empowering for you. And you'll be successful being yourself. And you don't have to change yourself to be successful. Exactly. And so did you learn anything or... What sort of share a story <laughs> from uh, from World of Dance? If you talk to any of the people who are on there, who are like from Russia, for example, or like from around the world, I met. Okay, I loved. I loved literally everyone I met when I was filming. So they grouped us. So it was, when I was filming, it was all of the junior group. Okay. So I was stuck with all of like the kids my age. Stuck. From, oh, <laughs> well, not stuck, but I mean, we yeah, no, actually, we were stuck twenty four hours a day. We were just together. It was really great, honestly. But I met so, so many people from, like, around the world. I think the most inspiring people that I met were girls from Japan. They're called the Fabulous Sisters. They're so sweet. They don't speak, like, a little inkling of English. Like, we <laughs> communicated through, like, sign, sign language. And they're still so, so sweet. And watching them, like, kill it on stage was absurd because they were, like, you would talk to them backstage and they are super, super sweet. And then you'd go, they go on stage and they were fierce. Like, really? crazy fierce. Like, they could, like, chop you with, like, a machete. They also, they danced a different style of dance than, like, what you would normally see here in America. Right. And that was also really, like, inspiring to see because, I mean, that's not something that goes, like, viral. Right. You know, like, it's not something that you see because it's not in America. Dance can totally transcend language barriers. It's completely universal. Yeah. And that's amazing to me because that's like when I was watching NBC's World of Dance. I don't know why I keep saying NBC, but World of Dance. When I have, when I was watching World of Dance. You can also say Wad. Oh, when I was watching Wad, <laughs> I saw that you have competed in dance competitions, right? Yes. Yeah. That's what I was trained in. I did a bunch of like techniques, so like the ballet, the jazz, the tap, the contemporary. You know, the whole shebang. Very All that cool. jazz. <laughs> <laughs> do you still compete? No, not anymore. I okay. stopped competing once I entered the industry. Okay. What's your take on competing? Um, so there's a lot of politics involved right. with competition. So a lot of people perceive competition dance as like what they see on Dance Moms. In a way, it's definitely similar where it's like you have those catty moments and like just everyone like eventually cries at one point. <laughs> Honestly, I've cried so many times. I'm an emotional person. It's similar and very not similar in so, so many ways. It's, I mean, it's TV. Dance Moms is just TV. It's for entertainment. So everything is, like, brought to the extreme, like, the extreme of extremes. Like, no dance teacher in her right mind would scream like that, you know? They would get sued. (laughs) It's just TV at that point. But 
um, there are a lot of politics involved with competition and there's a lot of competition with competition between the, <laughs> between the dancers. Like things get really, really catty and people end up, I mean, friendships are made and broken. Just like, I mean, in any other scenario. Right, but it's like amplified. It's, just, it's totally amplified. Yeah. Because oh no. you're, you're going head to head against your friends. Yeah, and that's tough. That's like it's an aspect so of dance moms that they really milked too. Yeah. Which is why I, and I felt bad for them. Yeah, and the thing with dance competitions is that it happens when you're at a young age, when you're like in middle school and high school. That's like the time that you're making all of your friends and, and you're, becoming you're like the person. Yeah, you're shaping exactly. your like individual image and then you're told to go head to head with one of your closest friends, you know? Yeah. What are the differences sort of between dancing on stage and dancing on stage on a TV show like World of Dance? Dance competitions kind of, it felt more life or death. Mm-hmm. And they treated it more like life or death. Like you have to, you have to go win this medal. Mm-hmm. Do it for the studio, you know? Right. And then filming for World of Dance was more like, let's go have fun, let's represent our name, and let's just kill it and show the world what we have to offer and right. spread our message, you know? Yeah. Like, that's what being on World of Dance was about. It wasn't that's about awesome. going to win. I mean, I know some teams on there were like, we're here to win and we're not leaving until we do. Yeah. And that's where the drama comes in, That's course, yeah, yeah, that's where the drama comes in. That's where... That's the TV part. But, <laughs> I mean, for the most part, literally everyone was so, so kind. And we weren't there to, like, beat each other necessarily. We were there to show the world our art and our messages behind our art. And who Girl Cool what or yeah, is. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, do you guys still dance together? So, we're all industry kids. Right. Industry kids. Right. So, we see each other literally all the time. I mean, some of them are actually, they live out of state. So I don't see them as much, but like oh. social media, we of stay course, in Of course, everyone's connected now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And in this industry, everyone knows everyone. Yeah, very I true. can't possibly Especially escape them even if I wanted to, which I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Especially like around our age. Yeah. Like, I feel like everyone just knows everyone. Yeah. Like, I mean, you meet someone and you're like, oh, what's your Snapchat? <laughs> like you don't even know their name and you get their Snapchat Next. before. So if you had to pick acting or dancing, which one would you pick? Oh my god, that's so difficult. I'm sorry, so but I'm actually, I'm so curious because I met you in acting class, and you're an excellent actress. Thank but you. But I mean, I've never seen you dance besides World of Dance. Yeah. But on your Instagram, you seem like dance. Dance is my first love. Yeah. It's what I've been doing the longest. It's what satisfies my heart, honestly. Mm-hmm. I don't think I could ever like live in a world where I don't dance. Well, there it is. Yeah, I would have <laughs> to choose dance, but yeah. like just to live, I feel like I have to choose acting as well, just yeah. because. In the industry, that's where the money is, that's essentially. Really? So, yeah. Dancers are the last to mm. be thought of. Very, very last. <laughs> really? Yeah. It was It was actually really tough. Recently, I was on set, and I was hired as an actress, and all my friends were hired there at the same job as dancers. Mm-hmm. And I saw the difference between how I was treated and how they were treated. That was such an eye-opener for me because I was like, I'm in both of those worlds, and I can see that in one of my worlds... I will be treated like trash, and in another world, I'll be treated like a star. The term background dancer or backup dancer, that's exactly how they're treated. Right. It's backup, you know? I feel like I feel like a dancer like is always essentially called a backup dancer. Mm-hmm. There's like no getting out of yeah. that term. That's like, like extras, like background actors. Basically, yeah, you're an extra who has talent. 
<laughs> well, no shade no, to extras, I, didn't, guys. I didn't mean it like that, but like you're an extra who has like um, a more specific talent. Right, 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 right. <laughs> <Yeah. And laughs> are there jobs for dancers to get out of that? When you're auditioning for like dance roles, I feel like the best dance jobs to get are, I don't even know if I can say this because it's such a stretch. Commercials are really good right. because some of them can showcase dancers yeah. in a very like spotlight kind of way, the same way that they would an actor. Right. But even with that being said, it's pretty rare. It's hard to get the spotlight as a dancer in the industry. Yeah, unless you're like unless you're on, on World dance of Dance as a soloist or World of Dance. Yeah, unless you book a job where you are a soloist or you're part of like a trio or of some like small group, very right. very small group, right. really a background dancer. And so back to World of Dance, when he when your choreographer got the group together and everything, mm-hmm. and you guys figured out the name, were you guys already set to be on World of Dance, or did you have to audition to be on World of Dance? Yeah, there was a very, like, intricate audition process for World of Dance. You had to, well, a lot of people didn't get, like, specifically asked, like my choreographer yeah. did, but since he was asked, we kind of jumped right into the audition, Right. whereas, like, some people had to audition for the audition for the audition. Ooh. You know, it was <laughs> yeah. it was just like there was a lot of auditioning. Yeah. <laughs> so we luckily got to skip like one of the one of the auditions, like the very first just like, OK, come audition for us. We got into like the audition for the audition that would be filmed, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That so the final sense. audition in itself is the first round of World of Dance that's televised. Do you because in the industry, you, we were talking about how like there are stereotypes and of course that need to be broken. Mm-hmm. Um, do you see that in dance too, where your ethnicity or your race or any part of you sort of influences whether they hire you or not? Or It's something that like I'm really proud of for the dance industry. It's so diverse. Like you'll go into audition, you'll see like everyone under the sun. Right. And it's not like, I mean, there there is typecasting. Right. But for the most part, a lot of the jobs want a diverse group of dancers. That's like what they strive for. They want people who look ethnically ambiguous or like right. specifically like they want at least one Asian girl, one right. black girl, you know, like right. they, they want they, different ethnicities. And they, they cast based on your talent. Like. I mean, sometimes it is based on like your followers and like the whole like popularity thing. Which is like the whole social media yeah. industry yeah. aspect. Yeah, that's, that's one of the downfalls. But you have to be able to pick up choreography to a certain extent, you know. Of course. You have to be a good dancer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can't just, like, look cute and then get booked on a yeah. dance job. Yeah, you have exactly. To, you have to have some talent. <laughs> Every job that has turned into direct book auditions are dwindling <laughs> by the second. Really? It's a major problem. Can you elaborate? Basically, for right. award shows, there's a lot of dance performances with mm-hmm. artists. You will never, ever see an open audition or any audition for that sort for dancers because the choreographers directly book their dancers. Oh, Every I see. Every choreographer has a group of their dancers. So choreographers are essentially like agents. Pretty much. That's what it's turned into. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's also how you were on NBC World Dance, right? Yeah. Do you have any advice for girls out there who want to make something like Girl Cool? Honestly, just do it. Yeah, <laughs> right? Honestly, I mean, it's very scary to represent such a big movement. How do you think sort of dance, I see dance as like another language. It really is. It honestly is. Like, and I think watching. It's like an alien language. 
Yeah, no, I, I think, like, watching World of Dance, too, when I was watching you guys up there and you were this cohesive group just doing choreography, but you didn't look like you were doing choreography because it was so easy to you guys, mm-hmm. but in a way it was so graceful and empowering and strong. Mm-hmm. I just saw you guys communicate up there like no other language possible. With um, a platform like World of Dance, having that strong meaning behind your group and behind your name, it's like the whole entire point. Right. It's like, why are you why are you showcasing your art if you have nothing to say behind it? Painters, for example. Mm. Like, you could say, like, an abstract painting that, like, is just, it looks like splotches of colors on a canvas. But if you take the time to talk to the artist behind that painting, there's a whole entire story. And right. That's, like the, that's the same with dance. I mean, behind all of the choreography and, like, intricate moves and intricate, like, formations and everything, there's a story. There's a reason why every move is the way it is, why we dress the way we do, Yeah. why we make the faces that we do. Right. But you guys were also also diver- diverse. Like, none of you were, like, you weren't all of Asian origin. You weren't all white. You that weren't was, all. Yeah, that was, like, the biggest, that was such a contributing factor to why our group was, like, represented what we represented. Right. Because we were a diverse group of girls from so many different backgrounds like we had one rehearsal day where after our rehearsal we literally just talked about our backgrounds really and it was such such an eye-opening experience just to just like hear every girl's story right everyone everyone has a story but um on world of dance you were performing in front of j-lo and neo and derek i was how are the nerves so nervous but our job is to not be nervous is to look <laughs> look good do your freaking job you know so when we saw them the only time that we got to see them was on filming days like like really? full-on competition filming days right that was the only time we were allowed to see them because it was like competition rules we couldn't like talk to the judges before beforehand because that was like well that could lead to like favoritism of course you know right they had a whole legal team there to really? make sure that everything was as fair as possible totally respected that idea i was like they're they're selling exactly what they're saying the nerves were like they were really good because when we got past like qualifiers and um yeah when we got past qualifiers i i cried on stage oh it was just the nerves and like the anticipation of everything right it really gets you and it just made (laughs) i cry really easily (laughs) (laughs) jordan i want to end with this okay what's the best part about being in the world of dance the best part is that you have this like wonderful platform just to say whatever the heck you have to say, whatever you have to stand for. It just you can you just pour it out and the whole world is watching you. So you, you could literally make such an impact on like anyone's lives. Like for me, I was always imagining like when I was up on that stage, I was always imagining like a little Asian girl watching me and being like, "Hey, there's there's like future me up there on that stage. I could do that too in my future. Yeah. The best part about how it affects kids positively. Exactly, yeah. Right. Because kids are the future. Kid. And if you're <laughs> Also, shout out to the Jonas Brothers song Kids of the yes, Future. Yes. <laughs> Let's keep that in. <laughs> you got it. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys, this is going to be posted on the site, but we're going to end with a game or a little teaching moment for Jordan. She's going to teach me a dance move. It's going to be posted on the site, on the Instagram. Go check it out. Yeah. 
from now until then peace out guys peace <laughs> the lips the teeth the tip of the tongue the lips the teeth the tip of the tongue the lips the teeth the tip of the tongue catch me every other monday at 12 on castasidepodcast.com peace out <laughs>